Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I wanna share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Hello, photographer friends and listeners of this show. Welcome. Today is a solo show, which means it's me chatting about something that I think might be helpful for you. So stay tuned for that. I am going to be covering a little bit about my journey in terms of how I started Jennings Photo and what gave me the motivation and inspiration and I guess kind of momentum to keep going. All that and more stuff about what I think is super important when starting your photo business after a few words from the folks that support this show. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices, click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. So back in 2009, I was a high school English teacher. I had just finished my master's degree in urban education. I was teaching 
teaching high school kiddos. And I did not know the first thing about starting and running a business, but something else was very, very clear for me. I really wasn't happy at my job. I had almost no time for myself and I felt really trapped in a system that didn't allow me to try out new ideas. It was kind of a huge bummer because I had always wanted to be a teacher and maybe it was just my luck with with the folks that I ended up getting paired with or um, my my supervisors. Maybe it was just not a good fit, but it was kind of soul crushing to be able to creatively express myself only if I had permission and approval to do so. Teaching has obviously become more and more and more regulated as time has gone on, and I understand that for sure. But there was a level of hoops to jump through that was just really kind of mind-numbing and just frustrating. So I was, I mean, my first teaching contract, this is back in 2009, was $33,000, which is like, at the time, it was amazing to come out of grad school and be making money and have a salary or whatever. But I mean, I was barely making ends meet. And I knew that burnout lurked around the corner. I'm sure if you are a teacher and you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I really sensed that there had to be a path to just a better human existence. One, particularly one without alarm clocks. (laughs) You've heard me talk about that before, but I, it's just, it's always been my thing. When I was actually, little digression here, but when I was in kindergarten, my mother had to get me an alarm clock, like, because she would come and wake me up and then I wouldn't get up for school. And so she got me this little Snow White and the Seven Dwarves alarm clock. I can still remember it. It was really, it made the most awful noise, but I have always been a sleeper and I've always really struggled with mornings. It's something, that has literally been a part of my life since since day one. I think we're all wired a little differently. So when I when I talk about the alarm clock thing, it's just it's just me. I really need a good chunk of sleep, and I always have. But anyway, I believed and and I still do that work didn't have to feel hard. It didn't have to feel energy sucking, and there was more to life than a Monday through Friday slog. I got that creepy weird feeling on Sunday afternoon that was just gross. It was like it was just like a weight in the center of my stomach that like the week was going to start all over again. And don't get me wrong, for some people having a schedule, having a boss, having all that stuff really really works. But if you're like me, it just it just was it was tough. I was really struggling. It felt like kind of like walking through molasses. I don't know. Not that I've not that I've ever walked through molasses, but I imagine that's what it would feel like. So from that kind of joyless place, I started figuring out why. You'll hear me talk a lot about why, and I know it might get to be a bit much, but it's important. If it wasn't important, I wouldn't talk about it. If it wasn't a huge part of my success with my photo business, I wouldn't talk about it. So my, I figured out why I wanted to move into photography. Yeah, and money was a big factor in my decision, my own market research showed massive opportunity and growth in photography. But there were other reasons for my why that were, I think, a lot more powerful. So I really wanted to see and do a lot in the world, which wasn't possible with my schedule. Yes, teachers get 
spring break and some summer break time off, but it's really not as great as it sounds because you're very, very limited to when you can take stretches of time off. And at the time when I was married, my ex-husband was a touring musician and I wanted to be able to tag along sometimes. I wanted to be able to be a part of that world and I just couldn't. And so that was really frustrating. And in addition to that, I just, there was a lot of stuff I moved away to Hawaii when I was 18, and I've been on the go ever since. So there was just this kind of inability to really find the time that I needed to be able to get out and do stuff. Also, my soul was just a creative soul dying to express itself. I wanted to, I really wanted to feel like in flow when I was working, not like I was, you know, suffocating. You know, I really wanted that feeling of like excitement and momentum when I showed up to my my work. And then the opportunity to grow and make money was great. I mean, there's no limit, $33,000. There was there was just an unlimited opportunity to grow, but also I really wanted to give back. I'm really passionate about the environment. I'm really passionate about animals and all that kind of stuff. That's sort of my number one. And so I wanted to be able to donate money and donate time and do other things that I really wasn't able to do with what I was making and the time that I had. So I graduated with my master's in education and less than six months after doing that, I quit teaching and I became a full-time photographer, which is bonkers. There are a few other reasons how that shook out, which you can read about on the blog and on my about section on photobizhelp.com. But for the most part, that's kind of the timeline. And yeah, it was super scary. And I totally messed up. And also, when I look back on it, it was one of the best decisions I've ever made for myself. I felt pretty incredible. I know this sounds silly to those of you that are morning people, but just for the first time in my life, being able to sleep in on a Monday or a Tuesday, you know, was like life changing. It felt so good to release that weight that I carried on Sunday night and to release the monotony and the stress that I carried Monday through Friday. It just felt awesome. And because of that, I became more creative. Like I had more energy, not just for photography, but just for things that I love to do. I love to play music. I love all things creative art, knitting, whatever. Um, I love to garden. I love a lot of stuff. And I finally had energy for it again. So if you're listening and you're like, I used to like to do XYZ, but I'm just too worn out. Part of that is what I'm talking about, is just freeing yourself up so that you have the time and the energy to do the stuff you love to do. So all that to say, my life was without question the best it had ever been. And that's a big statement. And it was actually way better than I thought it would be. But one of the bigger things that came out of it was realizing that I had learned on my own how to start and grow a five and then six figure business. That was a huge gift. I knew then that I could do this. I knew that I could do difficult, amazing things because once you do it, the fear kind of goes away. You know, that's been said many different ways over the years, but just the act of doing the thing usually removes the fear that you have of doing the thing. So 
it was a great feeling. It was awesome to realize like, oh my gosh. And when I look back now, this is year 12. When I look back and I can say like, I have been a self-employed person 100% for 12 years. That's so exciting to me. And sure, I'm not saying it's like been awesome the whole way. Of course not. But it's been way better than where I came from. Way better. I was not feeling great and I was not feeling happy. So if there's like a tiny, tiny spark inside of you buried somewhere, I am here. This whole episode is just me here to tell you that you can do it too. I would say almost every single client I have, every single photo business help mentorship student has self-doubt, has a little bit of confusion, overwhelm, imposter syndrome. It's all normal, but you can definitely do this. And one of the other kind of pieces of pushback I get a lot is like, oh, there's so many photographers. And I say, well, that is a market that's doing really, really well. It sounds like people aren't going to stop needing photographers anytime soon. So if you can look into a space where there's a lot of action and a lot of people doing really well, there's more opportunity for you to do well too. So you can do this. I am here to help you get there, whether it's this free podcast twice a week or whether you want to go deeper and check out The Greenhouse, you can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash The Greenhouse. That is my signature mentorship program. There's a whole bunch of information on that page. So check it out if this is resonating with you and you want to grow your business. That's all I got for you today. Thank you for listening. I'm here every Tuesday and Thursday. And of course, remember in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. Peace. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 hats to get 50% off your first year.